Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik Picardian. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. No, no, I'm going to get to that. I was just giving a little <laughs> space for the empty seats here. R- Rob was, uh, you know, he chickened out right before, you know, moaning about something at his shop. Yeah. But, uh, he was supposed to be here, but he said, man, I'm really sorry. I, I'm, I'm, and he showed me a picture of his shop. In fairness, there's like 20 amps in there. And was, so I get it. Whatever. The flux mm. capacitor was yeah. gone. Yeah. yeah. Um. So anyways, uh, hey, everybody. It's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Nobs podcast. Wait. Yes. I, I, see, when, I'm, when you throw me off, I have a rhythm in it. Hey, it's me, Todd Novak. Let me try that again. I'll clap. <laughs> hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast. We're thrilled that you're listening to our show. That's how that's supposed to go. That was my owl impersonation. Thanks, I appreciate yeah. that. Well, you say, just what you'll say, you'll say, uh, this episode, uh, the part of Todd will be played by Tony. And uh, oh, that would be Tony fun. April Fools. If we do one on April Fools, that's what we'll do. We, yes, that would be very interesting. I like that idea. I, I'd probably be a better Jared than Tony. I don't know about that. Um, I'll ask you all the hard questions. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, hey. So we obviously have a guest online, and without further ado, uh, why don't you introduce yourself, guest? Oh, is that me? Or is there someone else? Boy, if the, if that's <laughs> if 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 the questions are gonna be answered like that tonight, this is gonna be a long show. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's you. Uh, okay. Yes, my name is Tyler Petito or Potato, depending on who you talk to. I say Potato. The- oh, because the and EI. Because, but just uh, it's just yeah. Yeah, it's just potato. Just potato. say, just potato. say, it's pronounced Schultz. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Acorn. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, Who are you with again? Yes. So Tyler's with Acorn Amps, of course. I'll just throw that in there. That's you know. I was going to say you. Yeah, you do that. Thanks, I did. Um, we the part of Tyler Petito yeah. was played by Todd. Miller. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um. So we're obviously going to, you can tell, we're going to have a good time tonight. Tyler's a great dude, and uh, we love talking with him. And uh, it's been a minute since we've had him on a show. He's been up to an awful lot. All you have to do is pay attention to the madcap madness. Uh, I didn't really have anything to follow a madcap, so I just went with madness um, <laughs> uh, on, on Instagram. Uh, very, very in. Um, how would you want to say innovative? Yes, Boy. industrious, in- industrious, maybe. Yes, not innovative. Wait, yes, innovative and industrious. All those things, all the N words. Yes, <laughs> and another <laughs> N word. He's in, he's an engineer. Uh, in, an engineer, in, it's yes, a, yes, yeah, I get it. Gonna, I get yeah, it. That's I an like, actually an N, N like, word, but see what not you did. N word. Yes, yeah, but <laughs> I'm trying. I'm You're trying. tricky. You're tricky. So, Tony has been sick for a bit. And I had uh, two fillings today, and my, you guys are lucky. My <clears throat> mouth, quite literally, I looked at Tony, I said, oh, it just stopped. Because I couldn't feel my tongue and my uh, my lower jaw. I was just... He's still drooling quite a bit. Yeah. It um, it was weird. And it just... I, I uh, there's, there's, a, there's a Novocaine Novak joke in there somewhere. Oh. Like, I was going to throw it out there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like Novak, Novak Kane. Yes, Novak Kane. Novak Kane. I like I've, that. I've, I've nice. Yeah. 
Not running to that one. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. hey, everybody. We'll, we'll we got to write that one up. Yeah. Yes. Put it on a shirt. Yeah. No, don't put it on a shirt. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, okay. <laughs> the listeners are probably like crashing into cars at this point if they're driving. It's like, what the heck is going on? This show is a waste of my time. It, it won't be, I promise no. you. We're going to go over some great stuff. Yes. Um, why don't we first let's start off with a, a, a quick announcement? Quick. Um, you, you know, we always, always say we love listening to uh, or love getting notes from our listeners. <laughs> yes. Um, Mark Paget, ah yes, uh, longtime supporter of the show, uh, and and he always chimes in. is very gracious and 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 thoughtful with the things he he recommends a lot of stuff. Hey, would you guys maybe you guys try this? Maybe yeah. you guys try this. And Tony and I are always trying to think of like you know stuff to keep it engaged without you know that's that's why they've gotten so long. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed. Um, Anyways, he said, hey, I made a great, uh, I got a great suggestion in an effort to engage the listeners and get them to uh, be able to interact. And I was like, okay, love that. That's perfect. Um, So he said, um, why don't the listeners email their would you rather answers after hearing it on the podcast? We did talk about that before, in all fairness, listeners. So don't act like, you know, we, we, we tried that. But let's try that again. Let's do it. And that's what I promised Mark. I said, you know, sometimes you have to swing twice at the old pinata to get the candy. So. Is that what they say? That's what I said. Okay. Um, so, anyways, if you, why don't you listen to the Would You Rather, mm-hmm. and you can DM or email what you think the uh, your answer would be, if you want to. And we'll... Pick one, and then we'll read it off before the next one. Okay. Uh, you know, a little simple something. Something simple. I like that. Okay. But it's nice. It's nice to hear from the listeners. Yeah. Do that anyways. You know, regardless if we're going to pick yours or not, we we still want to know. Anyways, that's the announcement. Aside from, like, a load of guests that I've been busy, busy, busy yeah, uh, filling the calendar with. Um, so Very nice. Yes. Without further ado, yes, let's move on to what's going on in our music world this week, starting off with the voluptuous Tanya Blonsky. Yes. And then we'll check in with Tyler Schultz. Well, this week... <laughs> I'm going to make it stick. <laughs> yeah, that's right. yeah. I just I'm, realized what I'm you already, said. I've already, I've already uh, um, contacted um, the uh, local offices to have the name officially changed so i got the paperwork printed up and we're gonna go ahead and get that perfect well this week uh in my never-ending quest for the be the guy that dies with the most guitars um (laughs) i i found so uh, we've talked about this before so in 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 uh i own uh what i thought was a complete set a share of dh gate (laughs) no oh um, so Epiphone released, uh, I don't know, it was their 60th or 50th, 60th anniversary stuff several years ago. So they did like a, a Coronet, a uh, Wilshire, and a Crestwood, um, all essentially the same uh, symmetrical body shapes with the bikini badge headstock. Um, that's just the logo that looks like a bikini bottom that says Epiphone in it. And... Um, I found out that they released just last year or year before a 
um, a Newport base. Do you mean a thong? No. It looks like this. Yeah, that's a thong. That's not a thong. That's a thong. No, it's a How bikini badge. Not what? In the in a, in our in my world, <laughs> my people call it bikini badge. Okay, so it's a thong. Um, so they released a basically the same body shape, bikini badge, two two plus two headstock, um, base version, and it's a short scale oh. base, which I, I I dearly love. In fact, the one of the why because Just as a, a guitar player, it's an easy transition. It's not that much shorter. It's 30 and a half scale ver compared to a typical like 34 scale. Yeah, it looks a lot shorter. Yeah. Well, it looks a little shorter. Yeah. But it, I, I, one of the first basses I played was an Ampeg Little Stud, which was a short scale Ampeg bass. Do they, you know the amount of restraint that is taking me right here? Keep going. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> Anyhow, I found one of these. So all of the the other three guitars that I have are all cherry. Um, they had a, a cherry bass. I know you hate it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'm kind of excited because they had uh, Zounds had a uh, scratch and dent model oh, uh, for nice. for two ninety nine, and these things normally are like four and a half ish street price. So I said, you know what? I'm going to try to get one. And so I did. I ordered it. And it's actually supposed to be here tomorrow. Um, and Not it's... Got any kind of a fancy bridge on it or... Um, it's an interesting... It's, it's, it's a departure from the typical three-point bridge that would have been on Gibsons and Epiphones in the 60s. Uh, this one actually has a separate tailpiece and a, uh, you know, a, yeah. a, a, a four-saddle uh, four bridge. But it's... like it's, a bar... It, well, this one actually is adjustable. Yeah, but uh, but anyhow, here you can look at the other. There's oh. I, I've made pictures of all the guitars, so you can see the comparison. Oh, your, your collection of of thong, yes, bikini okay. badged, sure, uh, red guitars from Epiphone. Anyhow, I'm I'm kind of excited because uh, you have all of these, right? Yeah. That's crazy. I just said, uh, have you been listening I to the podcast? I'm just reaffirming my astonishment. You're, you're astonished. So anyhow. Hey, I'm just going to let you know, if you do search Bikini Bottom, make sure you add that Epiphone in there because uh, there'll be a whole bunch of other photos that come up that you might not want. Or, oh, man, especially or if do you? Had you? Tail Listen, especially if you add tailpiece to the end of that. Just a note to, to everyone and gotcha. anyone. So be careful. I, that's an excellent. Thanks for that tip. Be careful out there. <laughs> God, that was weird. Um, so I've been I've been happy with the the three guitars that I have. I'll have a full report as to if I like the bass as much. This concludes my week in the guitar world. Perfect. Excellent, Tyler. How about yourself? So I have had a strange week, and I'm going to just go right to what I do most often, which is designing. So um, we, I did a little sneak preview at NAMM for the pill that I made that said Epstein did kill himself. And then when you engage oh it, goodness. it adds oh, oh my goodness. the NT. <laughs> so it says Epstein didn't kill himself. I don't know if you saw <laughs> the video for that, but it was, it was a hit. Yeah. So we kind of switched gears because originally that was just cosmetic. Uh huh. That was just a, a like a empty petal that uh -huh. had that um, light in it, 
it was intended to be a fuzz. It just wasn't ready yet. And it was supposed to be something we worked on a little bit later, but the, the, um, buzz was so big on it that I just kind of threw everything aside that, uh, wasn't super important and just focused on, uh, ramping up the design of that pedal. So that's what I've been mostly working on is the incorporating the fuzz circuit into the Epstein didn't kill himself pedal. Uh, now, have you already put out like uh, like pre-orders for that or anything? We have not. I just want to make sure everything's on the up and up first. Get the um, because you know one thing, one question that came up. It's like okay, when the pedal's off, it says Epstein did kill himself. So, like. Some people were like, I'm not sure I want it. I, this needs to be an always on pedal kind of thing. <laughs> ah. So we, so I'm adding, I'm adding the feature that there's a switch on it. So, because I don't know, again, I don't know if you saw it, but it only, it didn't only just light up the didn't, it also added, uh, like devil horns and cross out eyes <laughs> to the face of Epstein on the bottom. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. So the feature I was going to make was a switch that you could, leave the didn't on and the engaging and um b- bypassing of the pedal would be doing just the devil horns on mm. the side yeah so like that's just like those little things i wanted to tweak and of course i wanted to add like funny names for that like because you know the the circumstances surrounding that whole situation are insane like the guards fell asleep the cameras just right. happened to not be recording like you know, so I was going to incorporate. So it was like um, we were thinking about funny names. So the controls would be like, you know, that switch might be CCT cameras on or ah, off. Yeah. <laughs> Sleepy guard uh, on yeah. or off. Yeah. Ambient, <laughs> ambient, like setting on the on the right side for, you know, the fuzz or something like that. Yeah. Uh, boy. Yeah, you're gonna have fun with that one. So that's that's yeah, that's my week with gear because, uh, like I said, I mostly just uh, do. I'm swamped with designing and creating. You're like the Spencer Gifts of pedal makers. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, in in the in the in the in the I mean that in the best way. I I, no, I get it, and I. It's funny because I try to like just wear the posters in the back. That's, to, a, that's what I, I want. I try to not to get into that realm of stuff, but <laughs> it's just one of those things. I think I just wait a minute. You try it. not to get in that. Okay, hold, we'll, we'll save this for the for yeah. the interview. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> Todd, what about you? Well, um, I basically got back and just I, I was so energized by all the stuff that we were around and everything. Um, I've just been just noodling and i made sure because usually like if i'm if i'm trying to write new stuff i have the the guitars that i usually play live with those are the ones that i write on typically but in this case i came back and i said no 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 i'm gonna mix things up i'm gonna set up as like a sideboard and i'm going to uh i'm just gonna Whenever I hit like a a new thing that I'm liking, a new riff that I'm liking, I'm quite literally going to try it with each guitar, um, and and find out how that how that sounds different, um, how it feels, um, because that's that's the whole reason you have a bunch of different guitars because they well not the whole reason but um, if you're 
using them to write and and play live with, you don't want to drag a, a whole ton of guitars up there if you're you know just a little guy, uh, and right. and a little band yeah. and a little club, Chaos. right? But I do try to honor like, hey, this this song was written on this guitar. That's why I've now limited those ones to just a, a couple. But I but I wanted to make sure I wasn't like getting myself stuck in a you know sort of a rut, a gear rut, um, and trying to open it up, and that was kind of fun. So pulled out the Cabernita a little bit, and and went back to the Les Paul Special, yeah, and uh, even pulled up the um, the Jazz Schmastered, you know. The uh, the offset telly thing. Oh yes, and uh, I don't want to say jazz bastard because I believe that's actually the name of one of rock and roll relics. Yes, I, if I'm not mistaken, you are not mistaken. Yes. Um. So, anyways, uh, it was just a uh, it was just a lot of fun. It's it's nice to say, oh, like great. oh hey old buddy, this is what you feel like there. I get it. Well, you know, we did repair for the longest time. Like so, our 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 acorn was repair forever. Yeah, and. That's one of the things after we switch gears to doing just pedals and amps full time. One of the things I miss is that was part, sort of part of the troubleshooting process, or at least like the final check of a certain piece of gear is we would test it with single coils, humbuckers, different guitars. So it gave me the opportunity to do what you were talking about, to play a bunch of different guitars just to make sure everything was functioning and sounding good to you know because most of the time i'm not asking the customer like hey what guitar are you playing i just want to make sure it sounds good across the board yeah um so uh yeah i do miss that and i i i um haven't done that in a while so maybe you've you've inspired me to maybe start pulling out the guitars and so maybe uh, the listeners as well if you're listening it's some good advice start pulling out those different guitars it helps you uh, write different types of material. It absolutely does. Uh, I'd love it. Sometimes I just even just moving to a different room, as mm. well. That's something I do to get inspired mm-hmm. because the room has a sound, right? So, mm-hmm. I'm if I get like writer's block and I've, you know, go switch guitars, do this, move into a different room, move outside, and then a song pops out and it's like yes. But <laughs> to your point, like. You you wrote that song in this configuration. You feel like to be uh, loyal to it, you gotta kind of replicate that. But uh, yeah, can't necessarily do that all the time. Well, and and you know, getting to the uh, making sure it's like uh, we always have to put in breaks in the songs, and they're like, seriously, why do you got to change guitars again? As I'm not doing it to like be a I don't know prima donna or whatever. It's like no, this one. It doesn't sound right on the other one. It just flat out doesn't sound right. It doesn't feel right when I'm playing because maybe it's like different pick dynamics or you know stuff like that. So that yeah. that stuff all matters, String gauges, man. Pick dynamics, feel, yeah, neck size, all that stuff, absolutely. Yeah. So, anyways, that's always good fun. I love doing that. Um, absolutely. All right. Hey, you know what? Speaking of a bunch of guitars, the best way to to put your pedals together <laughs> i thought we were speaking of guitars <laughs> is using tour gear designs patch cables i would agree with you i mean if 
if you're looking at all those guitars, it's like, how the heck am I going to get these pedals together? You know, what's, what impressed me, we didn't talk about this, but yes. at the NAMM show, yeah. at the a lot of the pedal areas, yes. I was uh, impressed by the number of people that use Tour Gear Design patch cables on their demo boards. Yeah. Well, I, it makes sense. Because there's well, yes. all the different lengths. Yes. They got a really small profile. They're flat. They're flat. They've got and a they tiny, got teeny, tiny little end. S-shape and C-shape, so side to top and top to side. And, and I hear that they are going to come out with the W-shape. Yes, at some point. Yes. Uh, anyways, please go head over to Tour Gear Design's patch cables. You're going to want to get these. At some point, you're going to give in. Just give in. We've been telling you about it for so long. You need them. It feels great. <laughs> Just do it. They're the and then best. you're going to put in uh, the guitar knobs and the coupon code. Yes. And you're going to save 15 flipping percent. Flipping percent. Flip, 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 15 flipping percent. <laughs> Thank you to our pals in Canada, Tour Gear Designs. Dot com. Yes. For making these things and supporting our four on the floor. Tony. Let me get a little bit of this. Sorry, Tyler. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three. Four on the floor. All right. Tyler Petito, a.k.a. Tyler Schultz. What is your four on the floor? Okay. I'm going to start off with a bigger brand. Um, uh, maybe you've heard of them, JHS. No. Uh, I actually, this is a fun story though, and there's a reason why I have uh, this pedal is they were doing a YouTube um, live, and Emily Hopkins, Emily Harpus was on with Russ. Um, most of you know who she is, and she was doing. Her, they had done a variant of their three series with. Um, her Uncle M character. You familiar with this? Okay, got it. Okay, so um, the uh, they did a contest right there on the live, and they asked a question, and I was the first person to answer it, and I won all three of their pedals. Whoa! That wow, that's really joke cool. About. That's pretty fun. Right? I don't typically win stuff, so I was happy to that I was uh, jumped on the trigger on that. So the Septum Overdrive... Oh my. The Uncle M Incorporated JHS variant. Emily Hopkins, love her to death, love Russ to death. Uh, that's the first pedal. The second pedal is actually uh, was a booth mate of ours at NAM. Um, was uh, uh, Tacalis? Have you heard of them? The Greek company. Tacalis? I don't remember. Tacalis Auto Works. It's T S A K A L I S. Huh. Um, we did some trading with some booth mates and they traded me one of their six. It's called six. S-A-L-I-S? T-S-A. T-S-A. K-A. T-S-A. Yep. K-A-L-I-S. Tacalis. Got it. So I think that's T-S-A twice? Greek. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, I got it. Yeah, got it. Get out of here. Um, how did um, we not see them? I I don't recall. Well, that, I'm gonna have to that look. Booth, maybe I did see it. I'll, that booth me, was driving me crazy. Oh, it was crazy. That it was a it that was booth a, was it was insane to be yeah, at that booth. Was, I mean, it was ground control audio, summer school electronics, yep. Earthquaker devices. Yep. Boss was there. We were right next to Beatronics, like yeah, Brown amplification. 
It was Cunningham. It was insane. We talked about this on the last show, man. Like it was just like that could have been an entire row, but it was a single yeah. booth, and that was just yeah. kind of madness. Yeah, I was so we were so happy to be a part of that. That was pretty darn cool. That is fun. I'll tell you one pedal I want to have on my board, which I'll say real fast. Summer School Electronics had the greatest thing I saw at NAMM, and it was they had their business card holder. Yeah. Oh, yes, was, yes, yes. They were like, it was a boost pedal, and it said business booster on it. And I just, oh, my gosh, that's, <laughs> that's exactly my style. Dig <laughs> it. Like, oh, I need one of those so bad. Now, is there a reason you nice. weren't handing out real acorns at the show this year? Man, that is that I, Tony. I'm sorry. I, I expected a, at least an acorn. Oh, that's so. That's, yeah, I, I, I like. I le- I'm leaving Todd to like check Tony. I like. That. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm I checking wish, Tony. It, on I wish that there was one. like a video feed because Tony will say something and then I would just look at Todd. And yeah, and Todd the camera would zoom in on my face, it. like going, yeah. "What did I just yeah. smell? What, what was that? <laughs> yeah." If only we were Joe Rogan. Ah, yes. All right. Um, okay. Well, I don't know how we missed that, but doggone it, that uh, now I got to check in with them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna connect with him and see if we can get him on the show. It's a callus. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, the third pedal. Yes. OCE is uh, their wrench pedal. Okay. I don't know if you've had a chance to see or play that. It's a f- freaking awesome fuzz pedal and it actually has a wrench like a real wrench like riveted to the front of it oh yeah 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 i saw those yeah yeah yeah. yep and they got ones with hammers and all kinds of you know doodads yeah yeah they they even have a pedal um yeah the pliers one they have a uh pedal and i think it's hilarious um it's uh i'm trying to remember exactly what it's called it's it's a variation of Clapton is God, but it says like Calpton is Gog. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, which is hilarious. Um, Especially for the yeah, they're out of Maryland, right? I believe. I'm not sure. I, th- I where think they're out of Maryland. Um, I briefly, well, anyways, um, yeah, that's somebody that I would like to actually get on the show. I as think that well. would be nice. Yeah, because yeah, you know, fun stuff, and it's just it's. It's all different, and that's why it's great. I like a wrench on, on a pedal. Yeah, I'd go for the pliers. I think. <laughs> you think? Yeah. How about a hammer and sickle? No, that's totally different. Again. Uh, <laughs> anyways, okay. Uh, so, how, uh, number four. Number four is by Shonwood. You know who Shonwood? Oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yes. Kevin Shonwood is phenomenal human being from Canada. Yes. Uh, he makes he does he uses old skateboard decks. Yep. To make um, enclosures and other things. Uh, does I mean really talented, awesome artist. Uh, he even makes his own knobs out of the yeah. Um, basically the um, bottle openers, uh, beard combs. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. All so, sorts of fun stuff. So so which pedal? He made me a custom. He made me a custom pedal. It's a fuzz. And it's got uh, it's great because you know he tries to incorporate the graphics of whatever yeah. deck skateboard deck uh-huh. he uses, and it's got a bunny on it, and the LEDs are just like pink eyes. Hmm. That's awesome. Bunny head. What's the oh, uh, fuzz base? 
Uh, I don't. I can't remember what it is. It's his. It's his pedal. I just love the way it sounds. I haven't opened it up in a while. Yeah. Um, if I had to guess, I would say it was some sort of fuzz face variant. Cool. Super cool. Yeah. He it's, he, he it's makes fun stuff. Really fun. And that's the only one like yeah, it in the world. A, that's the other cool part. That's really cool. Right. Exactly. Yeah. When you buy his stuff, you get like one of a kind instruments, and it's pretty awesome. Yeah. Love indeed. It. Indeed. Well, thank you for sharing your four on the floor. Uh, I appreciate that. That's always fun for us to hear. Um, Now, let's get on with, uh, you know, just talking to you again about uh, your pedals and stuff. I'm going to recap really quick. Tony is right now going to pull up the the previous episode that we can The previous episode was number 287. Look at that. From October of... 2022. I almost said 1922. Superhead Wonderbrain strikes again. <laughs> I'm one step ahead of you, Todd yeah. Novak. Uh, so go back if you want to find out even more about uh, you know the, what Acorn does and, and Tyler's story. Um, you know we went deep in that one, um, and it was I remember having a very very good time right out of the gate. Yeah. So uh, that's why. You and know, I don't remember what we talked about, so there might be some redundancies. Yeah. I'll apologize for that. Yeah, well, we'll try to we'll try to keep it in the now. Well, as a mechanical engineer, you know all about redundancies, yes. right? <laughs> uh, more than yes, than I guarantee. <laughs> yeah. So we Again. ran into Tyler at Nam, and it was all hugs and kisses. It was really great to see him. Um, he's, you know, when we had you on the first episode. I was just absolutely blown away. Like you sent like the most awesome care package we've ever received. Yes. And I I was, I was truly blown away. I was like, wow, you're, you just, the, the idea that you, you understood like, Hey, this is connecting time. And we got every, almost every single piece out. I'm still getting some, some of those little pieces out to, uh, our supporters, um, you know, we just made sure we got it in the hands of people. And, uh, you know, that's what we were mentioning, uh, on the last episode when we were talking, when Tony and I were talking about, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of swag out there. Cause I think everybody was pinching their pennies for doing the show. Yeah. Um, and I hope that didn't come off as we were just, you know, greedy gluttons. Speak for yourself. Because the whole point is we collect that stuff and we try to, that's what we put in the reward packs and everything and try to get everybody's brands out into the hands of our listeners. So, um, you know, and... I probably should send you something new. Re-up ya. I mean... Well, let's talk about that off off the off the side. I'm not going to say no, but let's talk about that off the side. I, I'm not. I swear, I'm not saying no. Todd I just, never says no. I I just uh, yeah. We'll we'll work things out. No, we can leave it at that. Yes. I'll re up you, and we can talk about it later. Okay, sounds good. Um, so let's, you've been very very busy since we last talked, and actually, uh, two things that happened since we talked. I so my mom lives out in Georgia, uh, in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. And on my way back, uh, maybe two, one or two summers ago, I, I remember I stopped in and saw you guys, met you guys in person and everything. And that was fantastic. It was super yeah. fun. Was saw awesome. the compound, which did, it really does feel did that, like. Did that freak you out a little bit, having someone actually show up like that unannounced? I, well, yeah. Well, it's funny because we used to be, like I said. He didn't say no. 
I had, I mean, I, it, it almost was two times recently. You came through as well. I um, tried to, and then I got I the message. Unavailable. No, I'm just kidding. Ah. <laughs> I was on a bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Listen, the first time you came was, uh, you said, you did some things, you said some things, and uh, <laughs> we, we just can't have you back. Yes. Oh, <laughs> there's a picture. We have your picture up on the front door. Do not let this guy <laughs> in. Don't accept checks from this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I understand. Uh, yeah. Um, and, and you know, one thing, <laughs> no, just was, walking around the whole place, great. I was like, man, dude, there's so much gear here. And then shortly thereafter, you're like, we're having a yard sale for like two weekends. Oh, my gosh. And it was just like, please <laughs> yeah. take this stuff. Uh, and yeah. that must have been when you were, were you trying to get out of the repairing stuff and just focusing on the making. Okay, so just a little sort of backstory, and I'll I'll be as quick as possible. Like, I am I am the type of person that I see the usefulness in everything. I'm sure there's a lot of people that you know. There is a lot of people that repair gear uh, for a living that are just like me. They. You know, you you come across a, a old unit of some sort that it maybe it's beyond repair or something you really want to repair. It goes on a shelf. It either becomes a, what I call martyr unit, so it's going to be like you know parted out at some point, used to make an amp out of, used to make a fuzz out of, used to restore something else. That's the martyr of it, um, or um, it's going to be a personal project, and it, personal projects are like okay, this is something I want. This is something that needs to be restored and I want to restore it, but who's got the time? So again, it goes on the shelf. Mm -hmm. Multiply that by uh, 20 years of just, and especially when you go into the business of repairing stuff like full time, you just continually acquire. Because not only are you like getting gear where people are like, hey, you know, I don't want to go through this repair. Can I get some store credit for repairing this other thing? Yes, I can use this for parts, for your amp or whatever. You have people constantly contacting you and being like, I have this thing that's been sitting in my closet or my father gave me this or my grandpa gave me this. We had three or four instances where either like kids or wives of a, an electronics engineer contacts us was like my dad or my husband or whatever passed away. And I have a basement full of stuff. Oh, oh wow! And it was like I will, I would make an offer, yeah, on that as a lot and acquire all that stuff. Yeah. So I just saw one of those on Craigslist forward. today. Holy mackerel! It must have you been a hundred like amps. A, uh, an estate sale. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like it, yeah. at least a hundred amps. I couldn't believe it. And like vintage, good, real good stuff. Anyway, go ahead. Well, you know, it, it is crazy because like. I never thought I would be in this position. Like I was always the person looking for those things. Right. I never thought I would be the person that was having the yard sale with all the stuff. Like I would be my number one. I would be my own number one customer at that (laughs) yard sale. In fact, I made several Instagram jokes. Like I was sneaking stuff and taking it away. Again, it was very (laughs) – to complete the story is very bittersweet for me because – when I started, when we started growing, expanding, and Bill, if you don't know, I know you know, yeah. but people listening don't know, Bill Walters is the savior of Acorn. Acorn was going to close down at one point because I had a daughter that was born premature, and I was like, this is more important. This, you know, I, ha- I actually have other jobs that I um, am a part of because of that. 
And Bill was like, I'll keep the company going. And he did. And he knocked it out of the park and he's been doing a great job and he runs everything. And he's, and so he's also like my organizer to some extent. And he, he's at the shop way more than I am. And he's like, we need to get rid of some of this stuff. Mm. Like we have to basically say like, do we want to grow and, you know, be more productive or do we want to have all these martyr project units on the shelf? So all that to say, I finally like after uh, (laughs) breaking down and just being like convincing myself, okay, it's time. Like, you know, yes, I want to grow as a company. I want to have more space. I want Bill. I don't want Bill to be burdened with all of my stuff that's cluttering everything in the shop that is now ours. And uh, that's that's the story we had. Yeah. Big yard sale. Don't don't. And you know it's ridiculous. Let me tell you something. You know it's ridiculous. It still looks the same in the shop. <laughs> we need to have another. We need to have another yard Love sale. It. That well, you know, you got the Nashville uh, Amigo show coming up. You could scoot over there. What is it? The Nashville uh, guitar show slash swap well, meet place. There's this is nothing that we would want to bring. We can't bring it anywhere, right? It would be like the most insane. And again, they're like parts units and projects and things uh, like that. Yeah, so yeah. everything was like dismantled I, as is. Yeah. Like I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to pull one over on anybody. I was literally like, I don't know the condition of this. I do not have time to test it. Yeah. I can tell you that I can, you know, I do have an ADHD type memory where I can be like, I remember when that went away. It's, you know, it was, uh, it has a short circuit in the power supply, this and that, and this is what it needs. So some of that stuff I can, I can kind of be like, this is what it was, but I'm like, I'm not turning it on and you need to bring it to a professional, but it's $10. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a $200. No. It's 10 bucks. Right. If nothing so, else, it's a paperweight. That was the dynamic. Oh, and that's the other thing. I was like, listen, I've got this price. So if it comes down to it, you can make your money back on just the knobs. Like, you know, you could sell the knobs and, and be fine. Yeah. You could literally cut, you could sell the, some of the stuff, the fuse caps are worth a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you have an authentic vintage like Fender fuse cap, people sell those things for ridiculous amounts of money. Crazy. And and you had a whole you know, shop worth of that style. stuff. And also, oh, just bonkers. And it's still. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, and in the spirit, so, yeah. so clearing that out, the next big thing that I saw from Acorn was a series of ridiculosity uh, happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of the cra- you, can you're you like, clarify? You're like, hey, I, like- <laughs> I, I got a 3D printer. It's like, oh my god, uh, <laughs> you. You uh, were constantly show, like showing all the stuff. You, like you, you're making some really cool and fun stuff, guitar related, that aren't necessarily pedals, but b- people still want it. Yeah, that's my problem. Again, the ADHD. It has gotten so out of control yeah. with the ideas. Like I, I just, I'm like. I have this idea. I need to execute it. I'll have a dream. I'm like, this is an awesome idea. I need to execute it. And then people are like, I freaking want that. And I'm like, okay, let me work on that. And then it's like the next idea comes. And this is the first time we've gone viral, like multiple times in less than six months. Yeah. I I have never. We what have was the first one really had that like, did that for you? 
the first one was the um uh the capacitor um incense burner yes. so it was a we i 3d printed a giant electrolytic capacitor and it looked like an illinois cap for anyone who knows illinois caps are really poor quality especially the ones using a lot of the fender tube amps and they throw smoke all the time and they blow and they're just bad i so think I that's made, what rob's working designed, on right now at home yeah i'm sure like there's no it's the number one repaired amp and a part of that has to do with it's also like the top one of the top selling amps of yeah. all time but capacitors are garbage in it um uh so I made a giant Illinois capacitor. I modeled it in CAD, 3D printed it, and then like made a vinyl sticker to make all the graphics for it. And then uh, put an incense, made it into an incense burner. So it looks like it's basically uh, <laughs> smoking. smoking. Oh my God, I love it. And that, that crossed a lot of different, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Interest groups. You sure, 3D like, printers, hippies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Electronics, other electronics enthusiasts, because we typically yeah. attract musicians, right? Yeah, yeah. So like that's this breaks outside the musician um, audience that we typically have. Man, uh, I know. I, I lied though. I'm sorry. Yeah, I lied. That was not the first one. I just remember the first one. Oh, what was first the first one? Was a pick pedal. Yeah. Well, that's what pick I was going to bring up because uh, then yeah. you did it. So you came up with this thing that you, you apparently got. So I'm going to do a little prequel here. Uh, you, you got so much feedback on that that you actually did a, a Kickstarter for it. Yeah, or, or, you did uh, yeah. the Indiegogo. Yeah, yep. Indiegogo, uh, uh, which we immediately, I was like, well, yeah, I got to, yeah, he, he can't just be coming up with this stuff in vain. Somebody's got it and I'm going <laughs> to. So <laughs> I, I'm awaiting mine. Uh, tell us about that yeah. thing. Yeah, so basically what I did was, again, it was just me having an idea, um, trying to think of cheesy videos and stuff like that. And everyone, um, every, a lot of people store their picks inside mint tins, mostly Altoids. But yeah. it's become such a thing now that even like Dunlop and other pick companies will um, – they sell their own and you yeah. can even get custom ones. Like you can buy tins and have like your logo put on them. Um, but mint tins, huge thing. in the I'm sure most people know. Oh yeah. If you don't mint tins holding picks. Right. So I was like, Oh, I'm going to make a pedal that looks like an Altoids tin, but it like has a cartridge inside of it filled with picks and it spits them out the front. Nice. And, and originally I made the joke too, that it had two modes, like a high power mode <laughs> And it would flick the pick up to you and you could catch it like mid-performance. Yeah. And then I made the video where it was like it's it jammed itself in my eye and like I was bleeding everywhere. Did you see that? <laughs> uh, I see all of your videos, dude. They're fantastic. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the, obviously the high power mode is not super realistic. The trajectory, we fiddled around with it, but the motor and the the the, the dynamics of it and um, sort of the physics of it just – it's not a pick's not necessarily meant to like flick in a uh, in a clear trajectory uh, consistently, um, especially with different thicknesses, different materials, and yeah. a, a different uh, settings and things like that. It's just not reliable. Let's just say that. Yeah. So we just we we pared it down to just being a pick dispenser, and we ran the Indiegogo, 
And so where we're at now, we're actually supposed to be done in December. At least that was the original goal. Uh, we ran into a few problems. So one of the first problem was picks sticking against each other. Hmm. So like you can imagine that, you know, you felt certain picks, they have like sort of a, a, a grip texture to them, depending on the material they are. And so they would, uh, were sticking. And sometimes we were getting either jams or picks like spitting out multiple it's spitting out multiple picks. Right, right. So then we solved that problem. Um, we utilized uh, actually the technique you find in a printer, a paper printer, to help. Because uh, that was – oh, I'm sorry. The other challenge was thicknesses, right? Yeah. So you can imagine you're like, okay, what? how do I solve the issue of someone being able to put like a, you know, a 0.63 millimeter in here versus, you know, a one millimeter or more? Yeah. And, and so, because then you, you say you have a slit that's a certain size coming out of the top, it's, it's going to do the same thing. It's going to like cause jams and spit. So this sort of solved both those problems. I feel like you're going to have to make like a video about the, you know, the giant, like the, the mega thick, like diamond hone, uh, you know, uh, shredder picks and stuff. (laughs) So many people were like, uh, you know, make it do jazz threes or like three millimeter, yeah, three millimeters. And I was like, uh, we'll we'll stick with standard picks for now, yeah, yeah, and then yeah. we'll see if we can. So that's but coming out in December. Well, it was supposed to come out last this past December, uh-huh. and then we we ran into the problem. We've actually run into a few times with even pedals that R and D for a pedal can be so long that sometimes, uh, like a part will go obsolete. Like oh boy. One, of the, one of the pedals we're working on right now is a fuzz with faders and the faders I was using to do the R and D for it for the last four or five months. Now we can't get them anymore. Oh no. And so, yeah, it's just like, it's exactly that type of stuff that's been, that happens every once in a while and it happened with the pick pedal. So the motor, so the motor oh. was very small, very specific and it, and it needed to have a gearbox it built into it. So it needed to fit into, you know, that tiny little pedal enclosure, but still have enough torque and power to move a pick, especially a pick that's scraping up against another pick. So there's extra force and friction there. Um, so that motor becoming unavailable really hurt us because now as we're trying to, uh, resource that motor, it's either we're running across, it's either very expensive so it well exceeds the costs of you know what we were running the Indiegogo for, right? Um, or it's too large. Oh boy! And so that's where we're at right now, and um, I'm just basically like doing my best to either find a replacement motor and and I possibly have to redesign or finding an exact drop in and just biting the bullet and being like, okay, we're not going to really make any money on this, but. It, at least, you know, we'll get it done. Right. We'll come through and then uh, just sell more in the future. There you go. So hopefully that wasn't too long. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I know a lot of people probably listening got one of those, you know, so, um, yep. it, it, you know, including ourselves. So I think we actually got the package deal. Yeah, we appreciate it. Excellent. It, yes. So because uh, we were going to do a giveaway. So. The package deal. Yes, the package deal uh, was two. So when and if these 
No, we'll just say when. 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 No, they're definitely when. <laughs> yeah, we'll stick with when. Um, we are, uh, I got one to give away to, to our listeners. So Nice. Yes. Be, awesome. be watching out for that, everybody. Um, so you, you've you come up with all kinds of crazy things, giant, you know, knobs for things. You're, you're at your heart. You're still doing pedals. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, see, that's the other thing. So. You know the, the the next thing after the um, uh, uh, the incense burner was the doorknobs. So we made <laughs> doorknob yes. covers that look like knobs. Yeah, Those are and great. and so people are like, "I want this! I want this! I want this!" And I'm like, "I want to give it to you. I want to make it happen." <laughs> but every doorknob is different. Yeah. So yeah. you have to come up with something a little more universal. You have to try to make it happen, and. Uh, and the pedals are first and foremost, especially yeah. the pick pedal, right? Pick pedal is number one right now. Well, so, the only thing that's yes. maybe number one, maybe more, is replacement uh, shower knobs. Yeah, <laughs> we did stove knobs. <laughs> uh, we didn't do shower knobs, but we definitely did. St- <laughs> I, I changed my stove knobs to Davies. I, I 3D printed some giant uh, Davies Oxblood. Yeah. Uh, 1470s that's it's super fun I, I mean that's part of the uni- yeah you're making pedals and you're going to make you know great sounding stuff and everything but i think the way in to your brand that you've created and the certainly the reason that we uh you know love it so much is that uh you are a a person who is truly enjoying what you're doing that looks at everything with a <laughs> with a big dose of humor uh and sarcasm and uh you know that is that's super rock and roll too you know so it's like it pairs up really well um you know a lot of things in gear we take quite seriously um and it's refreshing to have that outlet of you know what I'm going to have a pedal that heck I you know, am I going to use it every day? I don't know. But the whole, but the thing lights up with an X-ray arm. How do I not want that? <laughs> that yeah, was one of my favorites. Like, it's fantastic. Oh, I, I I couldn't hit the buy button fast enough. Are you kidding? So <laughs> uh, you know, I love that you are out there and 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 poking. You know, you got a big like bin of sticks. That I think <laughs> you just go. I think this one will do. Poke, 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 and you come up with something. You know, like the like the uh, uh, the new pedal that you're <laughs> coming out with. The didn't did or didn't. Yeah. The pedal. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So when it comes down to the to the pedals and and such, um, it, obviously, if people want to buy those, um, though all of your the pedals that you've made in the past are are, are you making. Uh, like full stock of those or are those all, are you going to kind of just keep it to special runs of things? Do you mean uh, anything or like the Epstein in general or specifically? I think just just in in general, general. in general. So in general, our plan is to keep the base, like our main base pedals like available all the time. And that includes the, another clone clone. Yeah. Schultz. Well, you, you just did. So yes. I just I just wanted to make sure. Yeah. Afterwards. Yeah. I, I'll take I'll ta- I'll, I'll uh, uh, adjust it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It'll say like Schultz um, or something. Schultz. <laughs> um. 
the uh, the solid state, which is you know our top selling pedal of all time, uh, the one with the ten amp, uh, ten watt amp built into it. Yeah. Uh, then we have the preamp only version of that. We have uh, the MIG FET, which we actually did a very light launch on, which is the MIG fifty preamp uh, pedal, um, which we're gonna push a little bit uh, next month. Yeah, next month with a V two of that and we got it going out to a bunch of demo people so those types of pedals like all the pedals like on our board that you saw at nam and what you see on our website those things are going to stick around what we like to come in with are like the halloween pedals and the the limited run stuff of like the x-ray was a halloween pedal right this year's halloween pedal was actually twofold because we do the dragon ball z so we made it's the same circuit, the same distortion circuit, but the Halloween version was They Live. Have you seen that movie, They Live? Did yeah. you see this pedal? Mm-hmm. Where the, yeah. So when the he sunglasses, puts on glasses, right? yeah, you yeah. can see, he, when he puts on the sunglasses, you can see the aliens that are disguised yeah. as humans. It says so work we and obey. So we did the movie poster <laughs> that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, those are the controls. Um, and then the, the alien lights up in the glasses when you engage it. Um, and then the, we did the same exact circuit, but we did the Vegeta because we had done the Goku one of a fuzz earlier, yeah. uh-huh. and we did a Vegeta one, which we did one of one of the what I thought, what I think is going to be, I'm going to do more stuff like it, which is composite PCB. So, you know, some of our faceplates are made out of PCBs. A lot right. of people like do it in the industry. Circuit like, fuzz. Yeah, the circuit fuzz exactly. Well. This is this is the first time I did it, and I've I, this I don't, I don't think I've seen anybody else do it. But it's two PCBs, so in order to get the Vegeta to look right, because I I wanted to do there's a classic line from Dragon Ball Z. I don't know if you're familiar, where he says uh, when Gohan is charging up and he sees him through his scouter, the scouter where he can read energy levels. He says over nine thousand. That's impossible. Like it's a. It, even people that don't know Dragon Ball Z typically like it's over nine thousand. That's impossible. <laughs> so, so I wanted the scouter and the indicator to read nine thousand on it, but because when you make things out of PCBs, you're limited in color. So Vegeta's mostly blue. He wears a blue outfit and right. uh, he has a white, like kind of white uh, armor, and then the scouter is red. So I made most of the PCB out of blue, and then I, I also got a second PCB made out of red for the scouter. So those are two pieces are actually like attached together. It's two separate circuit boards that need to be connected together. And so obviously, you can imagine my brain is like, I want to do more colors and things and combine them. So I want to do much more complex composite pcb stuff and the importance of the pcb stuff for me is the lighting effect some people would be like why are you doing it with the pcb instead of another panel well if you're familiar with our lighting stuff which i know you are it's hidden the yeah. lights the the graphic that gets lit up with some exceptions like the late they live was an exception you can see the alien face before but most of like the bones in the x-ray pedal you're talking about you can't see those bones right you know, the That's Goku so pedal, cool. he's throwing a fireball. You can't you can't see the fireball until you engage the pedal. And then all of a sudden, holy crap, this thing lit up like a graphic that you can't see on the front. It's the same thing with the Epstein pedal. Yeah. It looks like it says Epstein did kill himself. And then when you light it up, it changes that Epstein didn't kill himself. 
Well, you know what's you, interesting about you doing that and, you know, whether or not you, uh, you – I think you are probably one of the rarer people that are able to bridge both um, both time uh, periods. But, you know, the, the X-ray one, you know, I saw that and that just reminded me of all the comics and stuff when I was a kid. But that mm-hmm. people now are probably like, what the heck is that? Right, but they see the Dragon Ball Z and they're like, "Oh my God, I love Dragon Ball Z." It reminds me when I was a kid. So you, you yeah, you tapped into like this weird generation span <laughs> that um, you're able to scratch the itches there, which is really cool. So that yeah, and Bill and I were chatting about that, and it's very important to me. I know I talked a lot about Bill, and I talked to him. I wanted to talk about Andrew Elster, who's our head pedal builder, as well. He is absolutely phenomenal. He is who we all like brainstorm with and spitball with. And that was one of the things we came up with. We're like, hey, we got this Halloween pedal where it's making an old reference or like they live or X-ray, the old X-ray, like, uh, you know, Boy Scouts, like cut out coupon in the back from like 1950. Um, You know, what's something else? Like it's the same pedal, right? It's the same circuit. It's the same thing. It's just a collector series, which is brilliant. My our only problem are the people. I feel bad for the people that want both. <laughs> They're like, I want both of these. Oh, but I, I, you know what I mean? Yeah, some, yeah. And, no, I get that. <laughs> some people get both of them. Obviously, you know, are big fans. They collect yeah. both, and um, and and you know, we have crossover like that. But I do. It it is does propose a conundrum for the people who sure. are like. Yes. You, know, you uh, just made me aware of that conundrum. Right. <laughs> I would have stupidly just got the next one. <laughs> I'm buying that. Forget everything I, hey, forget it. Well, no, 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 no. The next one's different. It's just the two together are the same. Does that make sense? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, I'm saying to myself, oh, I'm getting it because it's different. But it's not. Yeah. yeah. Like the X-ray, the one you got, the X-ray and the Goku are the same pedal. Yes, yes. But... But the Lay Live and Vegeta are different than the Goku and the X the uh, uh, X Ray Spec one, but they're the same as each other. <laughs> I'm getting right? confused. So every, that's that's gonna that's gonna be our shtick. Like every year, we're gonna release a new pedal, a new design, but it it's gonna have two different cosmetics, and one is gonna be Halloween themed, and one is gonna be. Dragon Ball Z themed until we get our uh, inevitable. Is that is that your favorite Bandai thing in the whole world? Dragon, Dragon Ball Z. It's, no, it's not my favorite thing, but I did grow up with it. And yeah. I loved it so much. When I was a kid, it actually like you couldn't. It wasn't on TV. It wasn't available. You know, I I met a kid who like had bought bootleg VHS tapes, and they were only subtitled, and they were. I mean, horrendous. They were like copies of copies. Wow. But like I met this kid who gave me like – he's like, I have a box of anime and I was just getting into anime and he and I was just digging through it. And he had – I was like – and I'm sorry. You could watch Dragon Ball early in the morning. Dragon Ball, not Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. But that's more like a kiddie version of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But they played Sailor Moon and Dragon Ball early in the morning in the U.S., you had to wake up at like six in the morning. That was insane. <laughs> anyway, I was digging through the box and I saw 
So you can imagine as my excitement as a kid too, watching Dragon Ball and seeing something that said Dragon Ball Z and they're all older and it's much more intense and the writing is so much better and it's actually in Japanese, but it's subtitled. So you, uh, I don't know if you know this about Dragon Ball. It uh, they obviously you can, and you can you can imagine the U.S. edited a lot of it out. There's a lot of vulgarity. There's a lot of nudity. Uh-huh. Um, and like vulgar jokes like that. And of course, like that, I shouldn't say a lot of nudity. It's not like that, but because the U S like one time they showed like Goku's, penis, it was literally looked like a W like a ball Jolts! ball. Like it was the simplest little drawing. And the U S was like, Oh, we can't have that. Yeah. So they edited like that stuff out, but that means they like lost scenes. And had to like figure out ways to 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 write around it and things. Huh. Dragon Ball Z actually came out dubbed in the U.S. Um, but it's just cool to it was it was really cool to stumble upon upon that. And then yes, it became my favorite thing. I know <laughs> you asked me if it's my favorite thing in the whole world, and the way I'm talking right now, it kind of <laughs> sounds like it is. No, <laughs> no. What do you? Th- why would you think that? Like, is this your favorite? in the whole world no not really let me tell you everything about it real fast yeah well see that makes me think of like uh you know tony and i have have riffed on all kinds of like oh you know wouldn't we we could do a series thing for like the listeners you know based on this thing that we love or whatever um and and uh it just made me think that if there was a series now this this may just go a little bit over your head, so just bear with me. But I'm sure I'll be hitting some some people square in the forehead. <laughs> but at, it, when we would watch TV, you just had to watch what was on when it was on, right? And oh, yeah. you get uh, Simon and Simon. You get the Fall Guy. You get the A Team. You get uh, it, who am I leaving out? Oh, a Magnum came on before that. It was like it was a string of like six million dollar man. Six, yeah, all the things that that were like um, these half hour shows that back then it was like half of the show was the opening. end, the opening and the end song and sequence. <laughs> yeah, like the actual episode was probably like ten minutes. Yep, with commercials. Oh yeah, when you watch them now, they're like. You watch them now without commercials, like on Netflix, or they're like fifteen minutes long, yeah. seventeen minutes long. Yeah, yeah. it's Crazy. it's it, but and that w- we're glued to it. The title and they were so <laughs> kitschy. So if anybody out there is listening and they and they're like, oh my gosh, I love those shows too. Do a series, just do it. Just I, you go, go and make. Okay, there you go. That's all I'm saying. Nice. Okay. This is this is kind of ridiculous, and I don't know how feasible this is, but I'm trying to get a hold of Jason Isbell, okay? He's not really on social media. Like, he has accounts and things like that, uh, and he posts every once in a while, but it appears, obviously, he's very um, famous yeah. in the sense that I'm sure he doesn't answer every piece of of every DM or every message he gets, but he made a post about the famous Billy Ripkin Fleer error card. Schultz. Faith error card. Can I say Schultz. face? You just okay. Did. <laughs> so if you're not familiar, 
the, the Schultz face. <laughs> the famous error card where Billy Rifkin, baseball player, Baltimore Orioles, is holding his bat, and at the very end of his bat in Sharpie, it says Schultz face. It's one of the – It's. I'm not even going to say one of. It's the best error card that's ever existed. There are, like, variations of it. So Fleer put it out originally, then they caught the mistake. There's also, you know, theories about they did it on purpose. We're not going to go into that. <laughs> there are variations of it where they, like – tried to like scribble it out so there's like a scribbled out version there's a version where they just put like a big black box on it like are you kidding me like you're it's just ridiculous anyway there's variations and all that he posted a picture with that card and being like if you know you know this is an amazing card and he was really giddy and happy about it if you don't know we made a pedal of that baseball card so just recently being a fan of that no, no. That we in fact that was that was one of our first pedals. It was in our product line for a long time. There's an OG version which actually is with the Oriole graphics and then we decided to like hey, we probably can't put unlicensed baseball team logos on our stuff. So we changed like the lo- the Baltimore logo to the Acorn logo on the hat and then we changed it and my brother changed it from saying orioles on the shirt on his jersey to saying acorn uh but but we made that pedal we stopped making it why because it just you know that's a good question um i i don't remember it's been so long you know Um, you should bring that one back as one of the light up ones Mm. and just light up the bat that says yeah (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Schultz. Yeah, since <laughs> since, <laughs> since you're since you're like soliciting ideas, he's like, yeah, that's that's uh, yeah, we'll we'll consider. That. It's a funny story about that because it's you know it's we were like, oh, let's do it. It's a fuzz face. We got to call the Schultz face because that's what it literally says on the bat. Schultz. Face. So can I say Schultz face? You, did uh, you just did. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so this this was the first pedal we ever put out with a curse word on it, and we had a big debate: do we put Schultz. on the pedal? Do we not? What this and that? So we ended up putting F, like uh, you know, pound, dollar sign, K, and then face underneath it, and then like. Three months later, we came out with the another concone, and we're just like it just says. So I just make me laugh to think about all the time we spent talking about whether or not to put Schultz. on the pedal, and then it just all went out the and we didn't, and then it all went out the window with our next release, which was the clone. Okay, I have gone off on a little bit of a tangent. <laughs> You're fine. I'm a reel it back tangent. in. Reel yes. it in, Jason. It fell. Anybody listening knows how to get in touch with Jason Isbell. I don't need anything in return. I don't need you just, to talk to him. Yeah. I don't need him to post about it. I don't need an address. You say, obviously, I'm going to have to vet you a little bit. I don't want people being like, oh, I know Jason Isbell. And then like, he, I'm going to send him a pet on the keeper. But if anybody knows if they're going to a show or if they know one of his texts – or they know a guy that know a guy. Please email me. I will send you. I will get if the if it goes through. If it happens. If I find out that Jason Isbell actually received this pedal, I will give you one as well. That's cool. 
Yeah. And, and by the way, if That's you fair. can't figure out how to get a hold of Tyler at Acorn, you can hit us and we'll forward that. Yes. Yeah. And I know that this is this might this might be a ridiculous request. I was even thinking like, well, what if he runs? Well, what if we run into him at Nam or something like that? So I brought one just in case. But I know that was a pipe dream. This could be a pipe dream. But you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. That bumper exactly. sticker. Exactly. So. <laughs> Sometimes you got to swing more than once at the old pinata to get the candy. That's right. Twice at least. Ah. All right. Well, Tyler, uh, as always, super duper fun catching up with you. Um, we love having you on the show. We love getting into your wacky mind. And um, and it's not, you know, it's not just wacky. I think it is, it, you have a joyful mind. I'm just going to put that out there. You you uh, radiate a smile. That's what I'm saying. Excellent. Yeah, I, I, that's that's a goal. So if Good. that's happening, that's you know, like you get you get on social media, and, and sometimes it's just a, a spew, uh, spewing hate and just ridiculousness, and we try to make it as fun and lighthearted as possible. Yeah, um, it's good to hear. Oh uh, well, okay, super duper fun. Hey, speaking of super duper fun, <clears throat> you know, Todd. There's a section of the show that we would normally call oh, Would You Rather. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Schultz. Um, but our good friend Sam Jett yes. sent us a suggestion Love for Sam this Jett. segment. Yes. He's a, he's, a, he's a prince, not a real one. A prince among... Anyways, yes, go. Something like that. (laughs) So uh, Sam, in his infinite wisdom, came up with a new concept. Yeah. And he says, Knobs, this is a nefarious game my kids like to play called One's Gotta Go. Okay. One's Gotta Go. This is the the first time we're going to allow a deviation. A slight deviation. Yeah. But... But it's Sam. In essence, it's, it's Sam, the same. so we, yes. we got to honor that. That's correct. So here's how this thing goes. Yes. You will be given three choices, but as you've undoubtedly guessed, one's got to go, meaning that you will never see or hear of it again. In fact, it will be as if it never existed at all. Okay. Ugera. Whatever you're going to say, it's a Bugera Ultium uh, <laughs> amplifier. I never want to see that amp ever. <laughs> it has to be your okay. favorite. Yes. Is that your favorite amplifier? Okay, uh, keep going. That it. was one of the... Okay, yeah, yeah, keep going. I'll, All right. I won't talk. So in this case, it involves three pedals. Okay. And your choices are, one, your favorite fuzz pedal. Two, your favorite overdrive pedal. Or three, your favorite distortion pedal. Hmm. Is there crossover between them? Perhaps. But once your choice is gone, it's gone forever. All right. Choose wisely. Well, I think the game here is honesty, too, because <laughs> it would be very easy to just choose a couple that you're like, oh, that's my favorite. You know, and it really isn't. But yes. we, will, we will be honest with our listeners. Yes. 
Okay, so your favorite. So are we just picking like that general category, or are we like? Well, you name... will have to name if it, one of these favorites. Yes, so and a, a, a fuzz, an overdrive, and a distortion, and you have to name one of those to that get, you're rid, of get forever. rid of forever. It is as if it never existed. Yes. But you get to keep your I other two favorites. I don't like this game. I don't I'm either. Gonna, can I just go out on a limb here and be like, I don't like this game? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah well, yeah, that's that's what Rob would I don't know that's going out on say. a limb, actually. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll have to take that up Moan with Sam and Rob would, would have a I'll field day with now. this. All right. Okay. That's I don't good. Want, I don't want to, yeah. Okay. Well, Tony, I'm saying I don't, I don't want to mess with uh, the guy's game. So, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, let's do it. Let's play along. Throw ourselves on the fire. So... I will go on the record as saying I have no favorite fuzz pedal. So I'm going right. to just strike that out of this. I'm going to take it down to two. And I think my favorite overdrive pedal is the EP booster. That, what? That's that's an overdrive pedal. Uh, it's an overdrive not, pedal. It doesn't have gain. Oh, yes, it has gain. No, it doesn't. It just has DB. Um, Does that mean, is that like gain? Uh, t- Tyler, you're a pedal builder. Would you classify that as an overdrive? So you can create overdrive with it. Yes. Um, so you can like so tech. It's weird. Gain is a funny word, right? Yeah, I, I'm using it as a sense of creating. Yeah, right. You know right. what I mean. Gain or loss. Yeah. As an engineer, like gain is not necessarily what it means. I retract the word gain Um, from the game. (laughs) So, I mean, Um, it's going to, for me, it's going to be between an overdrive and a distortion pedal. And, I mean, I grew up, I cut my teeth. The first actual pedal I ever bought was an original MXR Distortion Plus. Okay. And as much as I didn't know how to use it back then... It was still a damn good pedal, and they were built, like, incredibly well. So if I had to choose between the two of those, the one that I would get rid of would probably be the Distortion I Plus. I not like this game. You don't like this game? Okay. This is hard. Take it up with Sam Jet. This is I will. so hard. I, yeah, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I'm going to... Because there's names associated with these Listen, I'm going to call you both later tonight after I say what I'm going to say and change... Okay, <laughs> uh, and then do it all, and then several times. So expect yes. several phone calls. Yeah, you got it. We might need to record. Okay. <laughs> all right. So I'm gonna I'm gonna choose uh, as much as I. I mean, I don't dislike the pedal, but I think if I had to choose between my EP Boost and the Distortion Plus, I would have to go with the Distortion Plus because I to, can to get rid to of to get rid of. Okay, I can see that coming from you. Yes. Because I'm not, you know, distortion to me, I like a little bit. I like to dirty things up a little bit, and I do that usually with the EP booster. That's my choice. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So you're keeping the most important thing to you. I'm keeping the most important thing. Okay. I think that is the gist of the game yes. here. Okay. Wait uh, a minute. It's, yeah. as if, it's as if it never existed. It's as if it never existed. Wow, it's gone. Yeah. What was I? I don't even remember what I said. Okay. It's gone. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tyler, what about you? Okay. So my favorite pedals are acorn pedals. I know that's a cop. I'm so sorry, but if it wasn't true, I don't know if they 
Maybe I should like make an effort to Well, this is a great time for you to robot out. <laughs> Don't worry, yeah, yeah. Gato, Mister <laughs> Robot. Like, you doing that on purpose? <laughs> I love Acorn. Acorn yeah. is fantastic. <laughs> yeah. No other brand suffices. Yeah. All right, um, start over. Okay, the fuzz. My favorite fuzz pedal is the TMA One Acorn TMA. Um, it's a big muff variant with tons of switching options. Absolutely, like one of the most versatile fuzzes um, in the sense that it just, you can get super uh, thin trebly tone all the way to chunky, thick fuzz and uh, everything in between. Um, and then, so for uh, uh, distortion, actually, you know what? I'm not going to say an acorn pedal. I'm going to say the D plus. I think that yeah. is, it's such, it's one of my favorite circuits so simple it's one of the circuits i use for um kits so when we do um classes and stuff for people teach them how to solder um you know a lot of people do like a simple fuzz i like to do the d plus because i think it's uh, a little bit more usable in different um uh, genres settings and things like that um and it's just a really awesome sounding distortion and then overdrive uh, i'm gonna go with the schultz clon clone Acorn, um, you know, I think most people who uh, mess around with the clown enough, of course, depending on what genre you play, um, you find usefulness out of it. And if I have to get rid of one, I'm definitely going to get rid of the clown because I feel like I can achieve all the other sounds with the other two pedals. Maybe not as, as crispy, chimey, and clear. Uh, as the clon, but to the point of the EB, EP2 booster, like I could probably get close with the amp and using like dialing back the gain, the distortion from the uh, D plus and using that kind of like a boost to create overdrive with the amp and, and sort of mimic, mimic that tone. Yeah. Well, that makes Does perfect that make sense. sense. No, it makes total sense. Okay. Okay. Toddly, what are okay. you thinking? I'm gonna go with basically what's on my what is on my board currently. Yeah, because that'll limit the whole idea of favorite is like I can't wrap my head around it. So I'm gonna go with what's on my board right now. And for the fuzz, I have the Daredevil Northern Creeper yeah. with a wedge model, which is just dynamite. I, I, it's great. Yeah. The distortion that I'm using is the Blamo Shrew, which is a very versatile rat uh, based pedal. Yes. Um, so. Uh, and then I have the the uh, overdrive, which is the Critter Blues Breaker model, the the OD three um, of the those three. I think I'd have to get rid of the Critter because um, it's basically just going into the Shrew uh, and giving it just a little bit of extra tonal a gooseness. It's a goose and, and some tone. <laughs> it's warming it up a bit, Chris. Warm it up, Chris. Anyway, so that's what I'm doing. Uh, Sam Jet, please don't ever ask us to do that game again. <laughs> we don't yeah. like this game. It's bad. Yeah. You're I'm a sorry, bad, bad Sam. man. Listen, yeah, Sam, I, I get it. I was, it's, a, it's just so tough. Tough yeah. question. It, it is tough, especially I don't with lots do of it. friends. I don't want to do it. Yeah. Tony, we got a couple people to thank. Yes, we do, Todd, because at this point of the show, there's a special group of people we love to thank. These are our executive producers. Indeed. Now, an executive producer makes this show possible. How do you become one? 
very simple. Head over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Check out a couple different levels in which you can participate, become a patron, a sponsor, a hero. A hero to us. Yes, a hero sure. to us. And to the community. Yes. And, uh, you know, each level comes with some very nice thank you gifts and opportunities to win giveaways and all the good stuff. But as an executive producer, there's one thing more. Todd, what would that be? Get to have your name right on the thing. Oh, where did Jared? When I didn't did, even did, hit a button for that. When did Jared come in? Oh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh. Special thanks to these executive producers. I'm going to read their names right now, just like Jared said. Vader and Pedals, John Halverson, Rick Calhoun, Trevor Gunberg, Elad Mizrahi, Mike D., Richard Kendall, James White, Motander Guitars, Anthony Jamalero, Bill Gola Guitars, John Esterly from Rare Buzz Effects, Anthony Lathrop, Stefan Lamb, Michael, what would you? What did you do there? You threw me off. Michael Senchuk, Ken Sayers, Darren Gregory, Tom Brazen, Rusty Sneeden, Ralph Gottschalk from Wonderful Audio Technology. What? Don Kloss, Gregory Randall, Brett Hogarth, Eric Hemmer, Stuart George, Michael Furman, James Bell, James Romer, Cameron Pampas, Trevor Ellenberg. Christopher Logan, and John Sebastian. Yes. But wait, Todd, there's more because there's a special group of executive producers. We call them our Grand Poobas. These fine folks have a fez to wear upon their head whilst listening to the podcast. Okay. Also at the same time. Mm -hmm. So special, special, special thanks to these Grand Poobas. Tommy Manasco, Ricardo Igreda, David Kaminga, Brandon Wound Pickups. Hex Matos, Michio Murakishi, Bob Crouch, Jack Katie, and Sam Jet Tyler, Casey Rines, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, James Pennington, Steve Keys, Cody Foster, Science of Sound, uh, Brian Robinson, Jonathan Jerusik from 12th Hour Devices, Corey Nigro, Michael Van Zant, Tim Nowak, Jonathan Daly, Martin Cliff, Sean S. David Poe, Billy Spitfire Unlimited, Congregation Gear Demos, Paul Von Eppinger, Scott Sullivan, Great Lakes Guitar Pickups, Matt Hart, Enrico Fernando, Moon Guitars, Adam Johnson, Eric Edwards, and David Tyndall. Thank you, uh, thank you, and uh, thank you. All right. Uh, Tyler, this has been a pure joy talking with you as usual. Uh, for those who might be interested in getting some of the things that you do, where can they go do that? Uh, first off, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on. Always a pleasure to talk to you too. Fantastic. You can find our stuff at either acornamps.com. That's direct to our website. You can also follow us on Instagram, acornamps, TikTok, uh, threads now and facebook as well and most of those things yeah. all have uh links to our website direct crossover so, galore yeah, that's the best way to yeah, <laughs> yeah. and all stay right. tuned for the uh the epstein pre-order which should be coming out in the next that's gonna go through so. the roof man uh, oh then, yeah yeah killer I, all right i have well, I know you got to get on with your uh, family, and we want you to do that. So um, thank you so much for joining us. <clears throat> Good 
Tony, where yes. can people find you? Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the stuff that I do. I make custom pick guards. I use all kinds of different materials. If you have a question, shoot me an email. Let me know what you're trying to do. I might even have some very good advice for you. Yes. Yeah. Follow Henry Cash's lead, who's like, I need a custom pick guard from oh, Tony. Oh, yes, yes. We're working on a little project together. Indeed, so. indeed. indeed. Uh, you can uh, send me an email, ToddAtTheGuitarKnobs.com. You can also DM me on Instagram at guitar knobs and uh we would love to hear from you truly we would and please uh well we can't do the send us actually yes yes T tell us what you think about the that last segment what pedal would you one's gotta go to get rid of one's even though you love go. it it doesn't mean you don't like it anymore that's the thing don't worry about that that's what we got hung up on it's hard to not to, to do. yeah anyways uh hey everybody out there we really appreciate you listening and we appreciate your support and we hope you have a fantastic guitar week. And subscribe! Yeah. yeah. Coming in hot. <laughs> Coming in hot. Well, that's a that extra DJ mix right wow. there. Wow. Like, there was an issue with me peeking out. I yeah. just want to let you know that peaked out. Tony peaked very, out a long time ago, man. I peaked out, peaked yeah. Out. <laughs> I, 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 I have nowhere to go but yeah. down. Uh -huh. <laughs> Can you can you hear me? Yes, I can. Of course. Okay. <laughs> That's why we're giving you extra entertainment value. <laughs> okay. What do you like to mechanize? Have you seen his stuff? <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. So what much. doesn't he want to? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, I retract that statement. Oh, that one got my ears. Wow. <laughs> Question. All right. Well, <laughs> let's uh, not waste any more of his valuable yeah, let's do it. engineering time. Chop, chop. <laughs> but, um, yeah. You're coming in hot. I love summer. it. You sound a little different. Are you like, yeah. not annoying as well, much? Because I'm, I'm sick. I'm sick as a dog. No, you're not. I see. I can. Oh. I'm not talking to you no, anymore yeah, tonight. That's how slow he is. He's just—he's usually way faster than that. Yeah. I'm ignoring you. Could, you. you could just—you could hear the the tennis balls of the walker dragging across the floor on that one. <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly, last summer, do 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 do. Sing along. Do 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 do. I'm so bad. I'm so bad. And away we go. Well, that's it for these knobs. Please visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs. Visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes, four on the floor blog, and other good stuff. You can connect with us on social too at our Facebook page and share your gear and stories on our Facebook group. Also, be sure to check out our Instagram at Guitar Knobs. Catch you next time.